Hello, and we're back today with another episode. So today we're going to talk about misfortunate events. And so these are events that when you're traveling are just, you know, seen as unexpected and can really dampen your travel experience. And it can seem shit in the moment, whatever it may be. But once you get over the fact that it's happened and you work through it, you look back at it and laugh. Definitely. 100% agree with that. So from our experiences, and I'm sure anyone who has a lot of traveling experience, they're going to come across these sort of situations. Even in everyday life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just misfortune. Exactly. And it's, it's all about how you deal with it. But the other thing is, and the other side of it is, you can get some crazy stories or you can even turn it from what was a misfortunate event to something that's quite quite good. Sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. That's it. That's the best way to look at it. That's yeah. the best way to look at so it. Say you're traveling and you really wanted to stay at this certain type of accommodation and it was booked out and you think oh, the trip's ruined. All I wanted to do was that. And it's just n- that narrow mind an individual may have can cause you to think pretty negatively like oh it's booked out whatever but you can find another gem and so sure definitely that could even turn out better definitely i mean for me some of the misfortunate or unfortunate events that have occurred generally are 100% my fault but i well i'm trying to get better at it and i think i'm a little better than i once was but i'm very prone to losing things because you learn from your mistakes well (laughs) try to (laughs) So, yeah, on our Europe trip, I had lost many of my important documents and various things on multiple occasions. If I think back to it, first thing I lost was my phone. Uh, that was within the first week or the, two. Yeah, not even. I think it was in the first few days. Because yeah. I, I think in, from memory, it was in Berlin. Yeah, Berlin, Berlin definitely. Was like, I uh, took a piss. First week. And you came in the bathroom, how angry, look, slapped your hands on the desk and was like, I lost my phone. Standard. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I left it on a train or like fell out in my pocket. Yeah. Something like no, that. we were having, okay, we had like a cheese board and oh. a nice prosciutto and everything like that, but it was on like a park bench. Yeah, so we, we didn't we, have we, anywhere to eat. Yeah, we, we picked up some food from the deli. It was some nice German it's, bread, meats. Whatever. And we're eating on a bench, and I think I, I think I left it on the bench. Yeah. Wow. Rookie. And it can happen to anyone, but... Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. But the, the important thing is, especially in these situations, me having done this many times now, I know I know the jazz. I know how it goes. Okay, so when you lose something and you have travel insurance, step number one is, well, if you haven't been able to locate it or find it, you have to go and get a police report because you're not going to be able to claim... Make an insurance claim unless you obtain that report. Just one thing. If you lose an item that's not worth claiming in terms of more than the ex- less than the excess you would owe to insure it, then just don't bother. Just yeah, cop the loss. Yeah, d- definitely. Just yeah, cop it. Anyway, but, police report. Yeah, police report. We go to a... Be truthful. Uh, it's the police. Exactly. Wherever you yeah. are, it's the police. Don't be disrespectful. Just... Sometimes it can be difficult though. So in a lot of police stations, you may not be able to find someone who has uh, great English skills. So it can be very difficult to communicate what's occurred. And all the forms, generally, they may not have an English translation of the forms you need to fill out. 
An example of this is another time, same trip. We were in Barcelona. I think I've already told this story. No, that was on a podcast that we deleted. Oh, okay. So let's tell the story then. Alrighty. I, as we go, one of the most uh, important things oh, that we do when we travel, or we have a money belt strapped to our waist, and within that money belt yeah. is Under our all jeans. of us. So yeah, it's... A it's, flat one. It's under our jeans, between our undies and our jeans. Yeah. Just in that It's not like spot. one of those things that sit on top of your beer garden. No, it's not, it's not like a... Fanny pack. No, nah, no. Nah. It, it, it's one that's a hidden little thing. Yeah. Sleek. Sleek. <laughs> uh, so you keep your passport, travel money cards, IDs, all sorts of everything important in there. You might want to keep like your spare card. If you have a spare travel money card, would I'd keep it... Like in a special pocket in one of my bags and stuff, so it's not all in my money belt. Yeah. Um, but that's generally the strategy we follow. Now, what had happened was in Barcelona. This is another unfortunate, but we turned it into a good experience. So we rock up to Barcelona, and we didn't plan anything, so we didn't book accommodation. Um, we we fly in from London, and we we're traveling with a mate at the time. So there's the three of us. Mm. And everywhere, absolutely fully booked, not anywhere. We tried all these different hostels, different hotels, not even a single room available. Because we booked last minute. We didn't, we didn't book. even book. We didn't yeah, book. that's stupid. We just came there last minute with no plan. But I mean, we've, we've done this on multiple occasions. Yeah. We weren't too stressed. Yeah, we, we, came, we came to it and we're like, okay, well, we've got nowhere to stay. Let's just sleep on that bench. So. <laughs> We took rotations, the three of us, at sleeping on this bench. And this is on the main strip in Barcelona. For point of reference, this is the same spot where that truck had come through and unfortunately hit a few people. Back in 2017. Yeah, yeah. So this That was, was a few weeks after we were there. Yeah, yeah. So th- th- this is where we slept on, on the streets, on this bench. But... It was a good time. We, we made a good night out of it because... The, yeah, 24-hour bakery. There was a 24-hour bakery literally just across the street. So we'll go in and out of there getting yeah. snacks. The ladies loved us who were and running it. We had all our backpacks chucked under this bench. Yeah. And then we had... What we also had was, of course, we all had our own headphones. Yeah, silent as discos. Do. So what we did was we all got on our phones, pressed play on the song at the same time and just... Had a good time. We also, we carried around Speed Vamington with us. Oh, yes. So we were playing that on this in this area too. So Speed Vamington, great game. Look it up. It's, look it up. It's good fun. It's, just, it's, good, it's yeah. good fun. Um, That's a nice little strategy we actually did. We yeah. carry around something that'll... Because when you're traveling and backpacking and whatever, there's a lot of downtime and you don't realize it. And you've got no form of entertainment sometimes. And so it's always good to bring like a board game or some cards or even as we did speed badminton because even if you it's just you two, you can keep each other occupied or even like invite other people and make, yeah, yeah on yeah. trains or buses and yeah. whatever like that. Anyway. We play speed badminton. It's essentially speed badminton is like normal badminton except it goes much harder and, and faster. speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we've played this on the streets, uh, many different places. People look at us like, what are these guys doing? And no, we think, whatever, it doesn't matter. We don't care. Don't care. We- anyway, so we had a night on Barcelona, in Barcelona, sleeping on the bench. We took rotations after a while at one person staying up on, on the lookout. But anyway, we were pretty shattered, it's fair to yeah. say, in the morning. 
were almost all just sleeping. The su- the sun had come up by now, and people were walking on the streets. And people going to work. These three random backpackers just uh, like passed out on this bench. We'll post the photo that we have in the description. Yeah. Just to add some reference. Definitely. So anyway, fair to say we were all shattered. Needed we, a coffee. We needed a coffee, so we we went to this. We went to, I think we went to Macca's first, had a coffee there. No, 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 no. Spanish coffee. I made sure we went to a proper cafe, remember? Okay. Because I was so amped to try this so-called amazing Spanish coffee, which, it was all right. Anyway, so we we found this coffee shop. (laughs) I went down to the toilet to do my business and then... Because we all know what coffee makes you do. (laughs) So I take off my money belt and hang it up on the door. Like a smart person. Mm. <laughs> I didn't... Well, I forgot. I was so out of it. Had a poor sleep. Forgot I left it hung up on this door. I was in the electric toilet. Went back to sit at the table. And then realised, oh, no, my money belt. Ran back down to the toilet and it was gone. Stolen. Oh, boy. In there, as I mentioned earlier, it's all my important stuff. So, of course, a little bit of a freak out. A the. Bit. A little bit, probably a bit more than a little bit. Mm. This Spanish, these two Spanish people, this mother and daughter, they saw me freaking out. And they come over and ask what's going on. I told them what happened. And the root, they were so nice. So definitely, big time. Like, they, so what had happened is, they're like, okay, that's, that sucks. Look, I, I, we'll, we can help out. Okay, thank you. And they drove us to the nearest police. No, they drove you. Me and Ethan, me and my Tim had to walk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they drove me to the nearest police station, and they came in with me and they acted as translation because the the officers didn't really. The, there was poor English English skills. <laughs> yeah. Across the board, anyway. <laughs> Especially so. in this room. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, fill out all the forms. They helped me out a, a lot, which was great and really calmed it down. But follow the relevant process. Had to go to the consulate in Barcelona, get a special passport photo done, fill out the relevant forms saying I lost my passport, get an emergency passport issued. Which, um, explain which, the emergency. The process, yeah. So, I had to first go visit the consulate, get all the forms, then go get a passport photo across... Um, from a place not far away and boy I don't look happy in this passport photo (laughs) anyway cost a couple hundred euros it's expensive not good fun the emergency passport only has like three or four pages it's only valid for I think it was six months and six to seven months seven months and only in certain in certain countries is valid so if you're going to go anywhere like really off the beaten track they don't they don't like it yeah. And even ongoing, when I was traveling with that emergency passport throughout the rest of the trip, crossing some borders, I got yeah. funny looks from like, border control. We were on an overnight train going through Bulgaria, and the guards got on. And in Australia, the transit guards that we have, they have a baton, they have a torch. But when they come in in Bulgaria, they've got like an AK-47, and they check your passports. And Ethan and I were still getting used to the concept of, you know, guns. And, and so when Ethan shows this, you know slim book for a passport that's different to mine they get pretty anxious not anxious about it but they get pretty skeptical which makes me pretty anxious because i don't want to get kicked off the train in bulgaria in the middle of nowhere with the right documents yeah and so anyway so 
that's that's what happened there. It ended up turning out all good. I got that passport. I think it was about four days later. So um, I went to go. It, 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 it worked out fine. I went to go see my favorite band, which was Red Hot Chili Peppers. They were playing at this festival in Benny Chasm, which was like a few hours train ride out of Barcelona. So I went out and um, stayed in the Airbnb out there. And yeah, it all turned out. But that, that's the thing, you know, you have to not, not quite push through it, but look at things from a positive perspective and know yeah. that it's all going to be okay in the end. It's it, not really that bad. Things that I've learned from your experiences with losing stuff is when a situation arises that seems shit. This is just an, this is just a bit of gospel. So when in life, when things are shit and you're placed in a shitty situation, you can think it's unfair, you can be angry at the world, you can hate the situation, hate this place and get in, get in a total negative mindset because you've lost, you know, a passport or something. Not taking a shot at you, you were actually all good about it, but I know a lot of people wouldn't have been. And so instead of going, you know, anger, 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 just think, how can we solve this? And look up steps and we can put it in the description of like what to do and how to stay calm within these situations because when you think so negatively about it, it's only going to get worse and you're not going to be able to see. It's actually quite funny when you lose stuff sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, for sure. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. But you just need to think, how can we solve this? What's the quickest way to do it? And then just move on. Because now we, Ethan just and I, just yeah, it. laugh so about his I've phone, your rail. emergency passport here as a memento. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, I also lost my URL pass, which was, yeah. that was major inconvenience. Like, I'd rather lose a passport over that. <laughs> oh like, yeah, so, especially so, in Switzerland. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I'll explain. So the URL pass, as we mentioned before on our episode about... One of the best ways to get around Europe, Interrail or URL for Aussies? Well, URL for anyone. URL is for anyone who's not a European and oh, Interrail yeah. is for Europeans. Yeah. And it's uh, essentially gives you access to pretty much majority of the train network in Europe and you mm. can have a look on their webpage as to where, what sort of what you get for the past. You actually get quite a lot. Yeah. It's a great bang for the buck. Oh yeah. But really the the main things you have to pay for are just the reservation fees, which are usually cheap. a few like just a couple euros here and there. But the it's, bulk of yeah. it is free. It depends. Um, or included, not free. You still have to pay a lot for the pass. If you're in an expensive country, such as Switzerland and Austria, the reservation fee would be more expensive. And so if you're in a place like... Oh, Greece. Yeah, Greece, Bulgaria, some cheaper Serbia. countries. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The reservation fee is just... It's a, like a couple of euros. Yeah. So it, it's a great way to get around. We've mentioned it before, but the most important bit is you get issued this like universal ticket. Yeah. And within that, you write... The golden ticket. The golden ticket. And within that, you write where you've been. So you write the train routes you're currently on or going on. And your reservation tickets are also within this little document holder. Without the URL ticket, you have to buy a full price ticket. Mm. So if you lose your URL ticket, even if you have insurance on it, they can't issue it back to you straight away. They don't do that. You're traveling and they can't send you this document. It takes a while to be generated. You're in the middle of somewhere. So and you're moving around. You're moving around. So their policy is... Unfortunately, you have to pay for the full price tickets, keep the tickets, send them back to us when you've finished your trip and we'll reimburse. Yeah. But if you don't have financial backing and you've only got a couple couple thousand or whatever, or whatever you have to spend, 
Like I remember in Switzerland, we hopped on a train and for me, the reservation fee was 60 euro by itself. And for Ethan, who lost his Ural at that time, it was like 400 something euros or 300 yeah, something euros. Was, like yeah. ridiculously expensive, which is like 450 Australian dollars. Yeah, I was great. yeah the Swiss franc, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. So that, that, that was a major pain because I had to deal with that. What had happened though was we were getting this train and we met, I don't know why we mentioned Bulgaria so much on this, on this podcast. We were only there like one night. But, yeah, um, yeah well, you, that special one night, man. Yeah. Anyway. So this, the, we're getting this train through the country. We're going up. The, the end goal was to try to get to, we're getting to Croatia. Mm-hmm. So we had to pass through. We're, go, we're going from, two, we're trying to get to Croatia from Athens. So we're getting all the, the, the train all the way up through, through Greece, through Bulgaria, through Serbia to get to Croatia. Okay, so whilst we're in Bulgaria, the train literally, uh, the train tracks are under maintenance. So they had to get us off the train in the middle of nowhere. And there's this bus that acts as the replacement and they take you to the next station. And for some reason, I had to get my uh, URL pass out to show the transit officer. And I was sitting next to, and we'd been talking to these people we met on the train. And it was this, these two Swedish girls. Yeah. And I was too engrossed in conversation with this, this person. And I left my URL pass in the backseat pocket in this bus. Gone. That was it. Yeah. Unexpected circumstances on unexpected circumstances. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, that wasn't the best. But let, let, let's give one of those unexpected circumstance stories where it led to something pretty amazing. So back to our trip in when we're in Hamburg. This is still on the same trip and we're on our way to this uh, music festival. Hurricane, Hurricane Music Schneeber. Festival. This is definitely one of, if not the best music festivals I've been to in my life. Definitely, definitely up there. Super memorable. We can't. Anyway, so I'm not, not going to talk about the festival too much. This is more about the Later. story about how we got there. So we had been staying at a friend's place in Hamburg. And th- these were some people we met um, when they were traveling around Australia, my family. So they're family friends of ours. And they gave us accommodation. It was great. And Super that's nice something place. we'll touch on in a, another time is yep. having those connections with people in other countries and being able to stay there. But anyway, so we're, we're on the train going from Hamburg to the, where this music festival is, which is a few hours out of Hamburg. And there had been this absolutely crazy storm that had hit. Horrible. Crazy storm. So we're getting this train and they're on this train... Like, it was quite chockers, pr- pretty much full. Everyone going to this festival. Everyone going to this festival. Like so playing everyone music, was like, drinking. Yeah, yeah, everyone was like, uh, the getting around. The so vibes good. were great. We were literally the only, I think, pretty much only foreigners going to yeah. this festival. It was, it was all, all, very, all Germans. Very all Germans. German clicky festival. Yeah. But it was great. Yeah. It was such, such a good time. Anyway, so we're sitting on this train. And because this huge storm had hit earlier, there were all these issues that had occurred. Power outage. But, but we didn't. Before we say that what had happened, mm, so I'll, okay. t- I'll tell the story okay. like this. Right, so right. we were sitting in the train and all the announcements were only in German, pretty much. Yeah. And we, of course, we don't know German. We don't know what's going on. Nein. We were, we're, nein. Ah, scheiße. <laughs> nein. 
we we don't know what's going on. So we, the way we're judging the situation is we're looking around at people's facial expressions mm. to you know judge it, and we asked, acting the part. Yeah. <laughs> we asked this person who was sitting in front of us and there's this group of people about our age heading to the festival, oh, what's going on? What are they saying? So first off, what had happened was I think a power line had fallen yeah. over the train tracks. Yeah. So they were busy fixing that to try get it off the tracks. The train had stopped for about 40 minutes to an yeah, hour. So the train had stopped and it, it was actually getting quite humid and hot on yeah. the train. At the time, it had already the the weather had cleared up, so it was sunny now. Yeah, but the, hot. The, yeah, it was hot. So the storm had well well and truly passed, but there was there was a bunch of distraction from it, and because it was so hot and humid, and there was power issues with the train, they had they opened all the doors of the train, and everyone in the train got out. And this was just in the train tracks in the middle of like the uh, countryside in Germany. Everyone's just like standing around the train tracks taking photos, drinking. It was such yeah. a weird, like, experience. So cool. It was but... cool, though. But it was completely, like, something you wouldn't see, especially in Germany. Yeah. You know, they're very, Unforeseen. like... T- trains are on time. It runs like this to the... Yeah, clock to the, work. to the clock. But nothing was going right this day. Yeah. Eventually get back on the train. We think we're going all good. It's going along to our destination. Bam, another issue. Oh, no, 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 no. German on the um, speakerphone. Oh, what's going on now? We ask um, our friend again, what's going on? Oh, now bloody tree. They have found a, tr- a tree had fallen over the tracks. Once again, wait another while for them to fix it up. Going again. Another bloody announcement. What's going on now? Train's the gone. bloody train in front of us, not far in front of us, not too far, is being evacuated with helicopters getting people out because it's on fire. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, okay, all of this is happening on this one train make ride. Sense. So what had happened was they're like, ah, this is it. We can't do this anymore. So they turned the train around and headed back to Hamburg. And we're like, oh, shit. We have Where no are we going to stay? Our plan was to camp at the festival. We want to go to the festival. Yeah. So we voiced our concerns. So we were telling um, our friends what is going on. We're like, oh, no, what are we going to do? Our plan was to do this or that. So, it's very kind. German girl. Yep, she she was like, okay, that's okay. Come stay, come stay with my family. Come stay with us. We'll go to the festival together tomorrow when everything's back to normal. So, we're like, oh, you sure? That'd be fantastic. Thank you so much. And we go on the train ride back to Hamburg. And then we get a few buses and another like local yeah, train. She lived out of town. Yeah, a track. couple buses and another local train. We were exhausted. Like we Shattered. didn't do yeah, much bad. on that day, but it was just exhausting, like emotionally and physically. People just... don't remember or don't know that we're, we mentioned it before. We're waddling around on the street with a big bag on the front and a big bag on the back, so we got weight. Anyway, so we get to a family a family's house and they were, they were so nice and hospitable. They literally made their couch into a bed for us. Mm. It was a couch bed folded it Treated out. Treated us to dinner. Had a whole, we, they, we, joined, we infiltrated their family dinner. It was so nice. They, all bought, they bought us dominoes. We had a meal together, talked. We ended up sleeping at some complete random, random house. It was, it, was, it was a cool experience. Then in the morning, um, we packed up and together went... And uh, caught up with her other mates who she was going with to this festival. Yeah. And then we went back on the train and this time it was all good. And we, we got there eventually. But 
and that night was oh it's a pretty cool ex- uh, it's crazy yeah, experience like, you see how we could have gone like oh god damn it this was our plan nothing's going to plan this sucks yeah it all works out for the better like just one last thing when you're traveling you really forget how nice a family dinner is or just sitting down with people to eat and so that was just really nice and it shows what can come from a dire situation and now we look back at it and we're just so thankful and it's taught us to host people and be hospitable to people and just focus so you on want to make those connections. connections because if they come to you where you're from you'll show them around be equally hospitable and then when you're going back to that place wherever they're from you have that connection you can stay at their place they can show you around they can give you recommendations there's so many benefits anyway thanks very much for tuning in today it's hope, been a pleasure hope you enjoyed listening and uh, have a good one Thank see you, you next time